Alright, so that was my uh, self intro, I guess I call it. Um, instrument being my vocal cords. Uh, probably won't do that again. Good morning, everyone. It is 2.56 a.m. Um, interesting note, I used to be actually a little bit afraid of this time or this area of time. And, um, you know, it kind of talks in the Bible vaguely. Um, or not vaguely. I mean, everything in the Bible is, goes pretty in-depth. However, uh, you know, about drunks being awake during the night and uh, God's children being awake when the sun rises and doing their work during the day. I have one. Definitely know both aspects. Um, definitely to my detriment for a while when I was addicted to alcohol. And I certainly saw a lot of circumstances which led me to not just believe but to understand that evil does grow in the night however we are not limited limited to that as long as we are living by and for god and through his love to do his works so woke up earlier this morning because i got went to sleep uh actually not not that late or not that early i went to sleep at probably like 10 so i got about like uh four hours of sleep uh four and a half uh, yeah, working on some things, podcast-wise, obviously I'm recording this one right now, just kind of for my own, um, edification and kind of practice to get myself a little bit better at speaking, uh, to enunciate a little bit more appropriately for listeners. Um, a few things I kind of wanted to just mention this morning, you know, every day that we wake up, it's a new day, and yes, we all know that, because obviously we learn simple things like that from a very young age. However, what if we tried to teach in a more in-depth aspect than what we think kids are capable of understanding at a certain age? Uh, for instance, calculus. Everybody says, oh, calculus is annoying, it's crazy. Uh, I actually found it kind of fun, and uh, you know, we don't really get into it till your later years of high school or college um, except for those few that are savants and god bless you guys for doing so hopefully you put the brain that god has given you uh, to good work for his will and innovative experiences and features that can bring um, just everyday life uh, new tasks such as the reason we have computers and all these things uh, that can also do bad, but like I said earlier, if you're living with God and you're living through love, then you can do good by any means. Such as me being awake at 3 a.m. in the morning, talking about God, for God, etc., etc. Uh, back to the main point. Imagine if we started teaching kids from a younger age things that were just kind of profound to our ways of thinking that kind of will change the whole entire landscape of teaching, what teaching technically means, how we're supposed to do so, and um, not really change it entirely in a sense, as I feel, you know, it's always kind of had this foreground set forth by forefathers, um, many of the likes of Galileo or Socrates or Homer, 
whoever that may or may not be, or multiple people that it could be. We will never know in regards to that. Um, but I, you know, I'd like to think of the greatest teacher of all. Um, you know, he spoke in ways that people didn't have a choice whether you wanted to listen or not. The words, the word, that were spoken were just universally understood. And in an interesting way, because even those that wanted to disagree, those that would think their hardest and try to find ways, they would stay up at night to figure out ways together with groups of people. How do we prove this man wrong? Well, there was their first wrong question. How do we prove this man wrong? Indeed, he was of flesh, but nowhere near entirely, as he was God sent here from the Father himself, the Son, the Word, who was there in the beginning. His authority reigns rule over all. So how can you disagree with truth? You can't. There's always only going to be one truth. Um, you know, I even use simple, uh, dumb little analogies at times, thinking, uh, you know, uh, one plus one is two. You can never prove that wrong. And uh, technically that's true from what we've come to learn in the world of mathematics. However, is it true? I mean, I know obviously we could do that equation a billion times, a billion times a billion times, and we'll still get the same answer. But what if that didn't matter? What if one plus one really didn't matter at all in the land? the big landscape of things and uh, in essence it kind of doesn't I mean it helps us with our everyday processes um, helps us f get from point A to point B um, counting money uh, whatever it might be that simple little tool just helps us on a day to day basis but one thing that always remains true is uh, we never know what will happen next. We're never promised tomorrow. So even though you may have gathered that knowledge today, you understand that 1 plus 1 equals 2. Is that going to give you tomorrow? No. Is that going to give you happiness? Definitely not. Will that teach you love? Or how to love? No. And, um, you know, I think the term Christianity um, has taken a very um, negative connotation, um, and uh, rightfully so. I mean, the uh, churches, um, organizations through which um, attempted to uh, speak the word of a God, and sometimes did, you know, I've definitely taken a lot of wrong turns. Oh, excuse me, wrong turns in life. Um, from the beginning, all the way up until now, and they will continue to do so. But no judgment, because we are all human and we all make mistakes. Um, some of us worse than others, but that's actually not for any of us to determine. Um, you know, I wish I could go back and fix a lot of things in my life. I wish I could go back and fix a lot of things in the world to just kind of help make it 
make it a better place, make it more loving, make it more peaceful, um, help people to understand more. But then what would be the point in time? What would be the point in every new day, in every new sunrise? Uh, think of a flower. Roses, for instance. Beautiful. Everybody, well, not everybody loves the smell. Not everybody loves roses, in fact. But just the concept. Um, you know, you plant a seed. And does it just pop up the next sunrise? And turn into that beautiful uh, flower in which it intends to be? Not even close. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. Um, unless it's just a natural rose that is gifted by God to grow so. Um, it needs water. Supplements would help. Uh, like certain kinds of soils and fertilizer. But it takes time, ultimately. And there is no replacement for time. And I think we're kind of consumed by that process a lot. You know, we live in a day and age where, I'm sure everybody's heard this before, um, we want everything now. We want everything faster, quicker, um, more easily available. Um, for instance, the way that we can talk to somebody on the other side of the world through our little electronic box that we call a telephone or cell phone or the way that we can turn on the TV and flip through a million channels. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. Uh, actually, not really anymore. Uh, I was just kind of, I mean, if you have a Cox or DirecTV or whatever, yes, there's all those channels. But now on smart TVs or whatever, you can go click on YouTube and look through all the things that you can find on there. Music, TV shows, um, talk shows, so many different things. And that's just YouTube. Not even mentioning Netflix or Huddle, or not Huddle, Hulu, Amazon, Prime, you name it, we have it. And um, yeah, it's great. Um, but at the same time, it, it definitely kind of hurts us because with just knowing we have things just in the materialized world at our beck and call you know we kind of want everything to be that way and not only does that not help us grow through time it degrades us to an aspect of not understanding the truth about our own lives in that every good thing takes time and it actually talks about that in the bible as well all good things take time. And uh, a synonym for God is good. So in that, I'm technically saying God takes time. But what does that mean necessarily? I've definitely struggled with that in my life. I'm kind of wondering, you know, when is God's time? Like, when is this going to happen for me? Uh, when is he going to make these works occur? Again, that's not for us to know. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the day after that. We weren't promised the days that we've already lived. But we lived them. We did what we have done. And we can't control what we've done in the past. 
but all we can do is control our choices. We choose every day whether we want to get out of bed or whether we want to just lay there and not do anything, which I've definitely contemplated a lot in the past. However, I'm grateful to say I'm in a place now where that's not really a question for me. Um, we choose whether we want to work, whether we want to work hard. We choose whether we want to be respectful to people. We choose who we want to speak to. All these choices, all these affect who you are making yourself out to be. And ultimately, you have to love yourself. You have to do things for you. And by doing so, um, in reflection of what God wants for us, um, if you're loving yourself to the fullest, from a Christian perspective, you are loving God in return. But there are many analogies and uh, comparisons in the Bible about love and uh, many things to live by outside of just loving God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and loving yourself. Because we also have to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So it's kind of interesting, you know, you, you, you have to start somewhere. We always have to start somewhere. Just as the sun doesn't just pop up in the middle of the sky, you know, it has a starting point every day. And even though obviously we know that it rotates, um, but to our vision, to what we see as we wake up, the sun starts in the east and it sets in the west. So start with you every morning. Start with yourself. What can you do better? What can you improve on? And in return, you'll notice that you start thinking about yourself less because those things just kind of come naturally. You know, you don't have to analyze. You'll go on an everyday basis. And if you do something wrong, you'll just think, man, I shouldn't have done that. I need to do this next time. And it's that plain and simple. It's really quick from there on out, which gives you more time to think about others. And when you think about others and you do things for them, not only are you building a love, happiness, and understanding for them and showing them that you are capable of such and showing God ultimately that you're capable of such, but you're helping them to improve in the same state of mind. We're all connected. Uh, whether uh, we're religious or not, um, there's no denying that. You know, it. it's kind of... It's not funny to me because I kind of I understand um, the perspective of many, especially from a um, from a science point of view. As a man of science, I would like to call myself uh, under uh, being a man of God. Uh, you know, the Big Bang theory is definitely interesting, and uh, I have a pretty profound take on that. And I'll probably create a whole other episode regarding such. Uh, However, I don't disagree with it at all, actually. Um, I actually know it happened. But in the way that it happened, and the circumstances under which it was created, are through a belief system in which I've not just found through 
a book or a set of books or hearing it from teachers and mentors, but through a relationship, a relationship that I've found through God. And that's ultimately what he wants from all of us. He doesn't want us to just go read the book, go to church and pray, be good to others, don't steal, cheat, and lie. All those things are good, yes. But without building a love and true relationship with him, none of that matters. Um, If we were in a relationship with somebody else on this earth, a man and a woman, because I know that's not clear in today's day and age, However, genetically speaking, and scientifically scientifically speaking as well, that is how we are intended. Yes, there are other mammals that uh, speculate with temptations of sexual immoralities that include the draw to the opposite sex at times. However, we know for sure that is not what they are intended to do, because we are intended to reproduce, to recreate. And we obviously cannot do that, genetically speaking, through the means of same-sex relationships. Where was I going? I was somewhere. Okay. Um, I didn't get to finish my thoughts, but I guess that's kind of good because if you were listening to this, it gave you a little breather, a break from my voice. Um, my point uh, being in those last few words before uh, the break, we need relationships. We need a relationship with God, and we don't just need it to just be there. You know, we have to make it good. If you're in a relationship, a man and a woman, you know, there's there's needs that we both have, and uh, some of those wants and needs are definitely not necessary and not vital to the building of that relationship, but many of them are, such as being there when another one um, is hurting, being there to congratulate them when they receive a triumph. All of those things help build a relationship and it's the same and even more so with your relationship with God and that is by far foremost the most important thing to him and once you make it the most important thing to yourself and work on that every day man he will show himself in your life I've seen things that are not of this world um, that I can't explain well now I can, uh, that other people couldn't explain, and just the kind of look on people's faces, even though um, me telling them the stories were not for them, it was just kind of out of my own excitement and love for what happens, and that's what God does when he does works in your life, you just want to talk about him, about what's going on in your life, and how good God is, because that is his joy, that is his love, that is his saving grace, that is abound in us all. All we have to do is search for it. Well, I guess uh, the break was kind of unnecessary because I guess I'm going to end this now. But uh, thank you for listening. A Mind Runnings episode, Starting Thoughts. Uh, There will be more to come of this. Episode 1, 
Thanks for your time. Stay tuned to my other podcast shows, including uh, soccer podcasts, Off the Crossbar, uh, which will be featuring a lot of many people in Arizona soccer and um, in the long run, world soccer. So take care. God bless. Have a good day, night, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. And as always, your friend, with love I say, laters.